0: Yeah, like there's ever, there's no need to elaborate. Sarah Silverman's trying to do a no. podcast, but really, if you know podcasts, <laughs> you know this is the good one.
1: We could be filthier if we tried I to could, try to keep up with her. You, you fucking I don't know, know if I, I could want could to. filthier. Easily.
0: Easily. <laughs> Easily. I, rein my, I rein myself in like 98%. Restraint. You guys get 2% of the filth <laughs> that operates within me.
2: <laughs> just you know,
0: I am happy to leave the lid on that pot. The the cream of the filth. <laughs> how'd you how'd you have to go and make make it dirty?
1: I, I didn't even try. That's just what came up. <laughs>
0: right. Which also that is, cool. what so, you said. <laughs> Well, we're off to a good start. Mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. Uh, okay. Clearly do you remember Clearly. once I told you guys about this series on Netflix called Clark starring Bill Skarsgard, the guy who was Pennywise. Mm-hmm. As the Swedish bank robber who ended up uh, being the origin of the term Stockholm Syndrome. Yeah. I finished it this week. I avoided it for like the last year and a half. And then this week uh, I had like an appointment I had to go to and I knew I'd be sitting there waiting for like two hours. So I downloaded some episodes. And Bill Skarsgård does such a great job. The character is so tragic but entertaining to watch um it's it's just a fun kind of true story there are a lot of aspects of it are true but crucially it's told mostly from his perspective and he lies about everything and and sees himself as an awesome larger than life figure um when it finally gets to the incident that uh, that created the phrase stockholm syndrome it's really fucking interesting he's been in jail in in sweden for years and um, one of his old cellmates is trying to rob the biggest bank in Sweden, and he's got a bunch of hostages, and he's going to kill them unless they bring this guy down, this Clark Olafson. And so he's he's summoned by the prime minister of his country to go into this bank and defuse the situation and make sure no one else gets hurt, and he succeeds. And by the end of it, all of the all of the hostages are trying really hard to make sure that he and the other bank robber don't get hurt. <coughs> As 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 the situation diffuses itself, uh, Skarsgård does an excellent job. Uh, thumbs up on Clark on Netflix, hundred percent. Um, you,
1: is it a it's, movie it's a, or is it a, like a six-episode episode thing? thing?
0: One hour each. Okay, it's good. It clips. It, it clips along. That's Manageable. And there's why I should mention there's a lot of nudity. Oh. Well, so, well it was it was made in Switzerland, so like they're fine with that, but but as you know, Puritan North Americans that we are, we should all be warned. You may see some T or some A and perhaps some V.
2: But never all three at once, surely. Okay. Uh
0: don't quote me. <laughs> I'm pretty sure it happens. Zutelo. There's some moments, but uh no very excellent, excellent kind of historical mm-hmm. uh dramedy. Um and I stopped playing Horizon. Good for you. No, I don't think. No, I don't think it is. I was enjoying it.
2: Wait yeah. again. Yeah, it's a not, not very else. dropable game.
0: No, no well. Kinda, no, it kinda, was kinda, not. I, I haven't, it hasn't bothered me. <laughs> I might pick it up. I might pick it up next Uh-oh. week. I'm going to have time next week. But uh, no, it's still.
1: Well, at the rate those games come out, you have plenty of time before the third yeah, one comes but, out.
0: But then next Friday there's Dead Space, and that might be worth getting.
2: Oh, I've already pre-ordered it.
0: Hopefully. Uh, you, you have a oh no! Man. I do.
2: It looks good. As We're if the bare minimum would make me very
0: happy. Let's put it that way. I, I've kind of avoided spoilers and shit. There was an IGN article today that was their final preview. That was like, is this actually going to be better than the original game? And it kind of looks like it might be. Kind of looks you know. like it might be. I'm worth. Yeah. It's worth rolling those dice. Yeah. Well, no, I'm not rolling the dice on it. I'll wait for reviews. What What have you gentlemen been playing?
2: Uh, have you ever heard of Dead to Me with Christina Applegate?
0: Yes, I watched an episode or two and then stopped.
2: Uh, I watched the whole series. Uh, highly recommend. Way more yeah. of a drama than you would think.
0: Yeah, I didn't want it to be so drama-y. I think that's why I dropped it's it. It's very
2: drama-y. Uh, and just has like like a character death arc that is, I would describe as an all-timer. Really worth your time.
0: What was that Christina Applegate movie from the 90s, Don't Tell Mom the Babysitter's Dead? Was that it? Yeah, she did that. Yeah, yeah. and so that's, that's the thing. To me, Christina Applegate is, is Don't Tell Mom the Babysitter's Dead and Married with Children. And then to go to Christina Applegate and see her doing this, like, fairly heavy drama shit, it just wasn't, you know, it wasn't why I came to the store. Was yeah, it but it's it the still... show
1: where she ended up with MS at the end? Yeah, they had a like change who they were filming. Yeah, yeah, she's hardly ended up ever ever with the wrong way of. Yeah,
2: but um, the performance of Linda Cardellini's career for whatever that's worth,
0: and cool. to me that was quite a lot. Now I've heard that one of us. I mean, maybe we should get into this once we get. To, yeah, you know what, Alex, we'll talk about the last of his show once we get to headlines. Oh, I've got stuff to say for sure. Okay. Okay. Good. Uh, Chamberlain, what have you
1: been playing? Uh, I meant to play the Callisto Protocol. Ah. It's even installed.
0: See, you would I have been good to it. talk about that this week.
1: It would have been. Um, I installed it. I looked at the menus. And then I went right back to the old, like an old game I just started replaying. Um, so I ended up with a little free Xbox Dollars because my daughter's boyfriend was trying to butter me up and uh-huh. bought me Xbox dollars, hmm. which works, by the way. 100% works.
0: Oh, really? Do you, do you I... trust this kid more now because he bought you Xbox no, no, dollars? No, I, I just
1: like the free money. That's all.
0: Okay. Free money is nice. The first
1: time I met the kid, he, he complimented my tattoos. That works. But anyway. Uh, so I had free Xbox monies laying around and part of it was the little one we talked about last week. And that finally, I got around to playing the re-release of Baldur's Gate Dark Alliance 2. Oh, good. Because I played the first one last year. And it's still a PS2 game. It's a PS2 game, but smoother.
0: Okay.
1: But I had forgotten how it handles equipment. And it's actually pretty unique in this. I mean, I don't know if unique is the right word. It's not what you expect? Like, most of those loot ones like Diablo just throw loot at you, right? Hey, here's this shiny axe of plus two ass-kicking or whatever. And it just drops out of a slime's butthole or something like that. (laughs) Now we're being filthy because we're talking about Sarah Silverman. Yeah. Anyway, um, and that's not what this does. It'll drop like this is a fine axe of a fine axe or a excellent axe or a legendary axe, but none of them have any bonuses. Everything is mundane until you go through enchanting it with other things you pick up. What? So there are there are no magic items except for the ones you make. No. Which means you have to be very picky about what you enchant because money is actually at a premium. So it creates actual choices. Like, I'm near the end now, and I had been using a fire crossbow for like hours and hours and hours, and I had to go to the elemental plane of fire. Well, guess what weapon doesn't work anymore?
2: <laughs>
1: so I had to scrape together all my gold coins, disenchant it, and redo it as lightning so I would not just die immediately. And now I don't have enough money to put it to make it back again. So it's
0: yeah, but so now you've got an awesome lightning crossbow.
1: I have an I have an awesome lightning crossbow. It's not as good as my fire crossbow because fire was damaged over time, and lightning slows them down a little bit. So it's it, it forces interesting choices. And uh, what's interesting, I played this. God, I don't want to think about when this came out originally. It's probably twenty years ago, maybe yeah, looks maybe like, a little it looks less
0: like than 95.
1: that. Yeah, yeah.
2: But it's, is this two old. or the original?
1: Which it's, is, two. it's a there remaster is, of two. I think two. 99. It's oh. a remaster of two. Yeah. Yeah. And it's it's funny how little some things have changed, though. Oh, With that yeah. specific kind of game.
2: No, it's like it's Pillars it, of Eternity or what Pills. Yeah. yeah. Well, it looks like Diablo to me. Very it
1: much. is. No, 100% yeah. it is. Yeah. Yeah. It's the, there was one studio, the stu- studio was named Snowblind. They did four games. They did Dark Alliance 1, Dark Alliance 2, and then they did two more based on EverQuest. They were actually both better than either Dark Alliance game, but because of weird EverQuest licensing, those will probably never see a remake, or it'll be on Sony's console, it'll be on PlayStation, which is fine. Um, But they're just really good console takes on Diablo before Diablo 3 was on console. I meant to play Callisto Protocol. I did, but I'm just
0: it doesn't, enjoying it. You, you wanted some chicken soup for the gamer soul.
1: I did, and that's that's literally what it is. It just kind of feels nice to play. I'm right near the end. Callisto Protocol is installed, so I need to see what all the I'm, anger is about with that one.
0: I'm watching gameplay of it, and I could not abide the look of this game. Like It is, it is oh, too it, it's old. old. It's,
1: yeah. It looks like a PS2 game. I mean, it's a little cleaner, but it's, it's definitely... They didn't do anything. They're charging way too much for this, too. Is this That's a full price? price? I mean, it's, it's $30. Oh,
0: well. well yeah. it, it
1: should... all. No, no. It should be 15 at most. They took a PS2 game, they sharpened it up a little bit, and they released it. Cyclones. That's all they did. Wow. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so, that, that is yeah,
2: hand-animated shit, sir. It's, it's, no, I agree. It
0: does look like shit. Yeah. Uh, You're, right. You're right. Goddamn why wow. I I'm going to start wow. are, are, are you pa- are you positing the dark alliance wasn't animated?
2: No, I'm depositing Got that it. you're being way too fucking harsh on Psychonauts too.
0: Um I'm being harsh on someone who took 40 of my dollars, 45 of my dollars and gave me a PS2 game. Okay. I'm, I'm not being I'm not, I don't think I am being harsh. Like that, really, is a, I, that is I a fair point. I think I think the analogy from last week is that following Super Mario 64, there were a lot of pretenders who tried to do games like that, but didn't do them quite as well, is apt. and Psychonauts is 100% one of those, and it got by on its charisma. And Psychonauts 2 is the same fucking feel of platforming and gameplay from the original Psychonauts, which was at the time not as not that good. And here it is again, 20 years later. Oh my god! <laughs> like I don't know who was okay with it. <laughs> let's hang on. Let's Metacritic a Psychonauts too, because I'm not sure it's pretty good. No, I'm. I, you know, it wouldn't surprise me if it was like a seventy-five or an eighty. It's it's um, like eighty-five. Actually, okay, check this out. Uh, for PC, eighty-nine percent. For it's PS4, a really good game, dude. So there are people who were so charmed by the writing and all that jazz that, that they enjoyed it. I was not one of those people, and I can't be dishonest about that. Not to argue. I listeners. appreciate you. I, I respect but them also, too much. they're too intelligent and good looking.
2: Your honesty is Hmm. It wounds. Refreshing. Him. Let's call it refreshing. Refreshing. Really? What what have I lied about, sir? <laughs> you haven't lied about anything. That's what makes it so refreshing. Oh.
0: <laughs> Unlike our congressman Santos. <laughs> That's
2: not his name.
1: Did you see him in drag? Yeah, no. I did. did you see that picture?
0: No, it's was that actually rightful. him? It, it, it is, cool. man. It looks looked oh, kind of like, yeah. totally. You can
2: see it. You can see in the eyes and him. the chin.
1: yeah, yep. I
0: don't know. That, that looked clickbaity to me, but I didn't. So I no, it's it's it.
2: legit. Uh, Unlike that congressman.
0: Yeah,
1: I, I wonder what percentage of conservative Republicans are actually closet homosexuals. Uh, quite. And how much a bit. better would the world be if they all just came out of the closet? Oh,
2: just just made a big old it, pile, you know.
0: It's it's kind of stunning how many. Like, like the one I always think of is Lindsey Graham, where it's like an open right. secret. It seems to be an open secret that he's gay, and he is the loudest proponent of, and so many examples of people coming out later in life and saying, I did all this shit just basically to prove to people that I was straight, but no, I've been gay this whole time. Um, so much damage done. So many lives hurt, harmed irreparably by shit like that. Yeah, Let's well, not get not you know, too into it, but, oh, it's awful. Alex, did you play any video games this
2: week? I played quite a few video games this week. I, as a lark, thought, hey, I want to see how well you know uh, New Vegas runs on my uh, little Steam Deck. <laughs> okay. And twenty-five hours later, I still love New Vegas. <laughs> so I, again, well. yeah. Again, the deck is the perfect place to remember the PS3 era. It just some of the textures are muddy, but you know enough of the cracks are basted over. It's the first time I played an unmodded New Vegas in literally 12 years, and it's surprising how much of the game holds up and how little I remember and how I've had to look a bunch of stuff up, and I'm actually having a lot of fun with it.
0: Did you not mod it just because uh, it's on the Steam Deck and you didn't want to I didn't want to. I I
2: can, but I I don't want to. (laughs) Not feeling it. And after that, I've got like Skyrim loaded up. It's really fun to just bike, like a stationary bike, Mm. and just run through a game I half remember in a pleasant way. It's nice. Um, Also trying to finish up Midnight Suns. Still really good compulsively playable card game. I just needed to put it down hard for like two weeks to come back to it. Trying out characters I didn't appreciate as much. Everyone works. Everyone's got their own little thing. Like who? Like I figured out that... um, I hated, uh, not Hellrider, what's his face? Um, Ghost Rider. Ghost Rider. I hated it because like, his main thing is he makes pits of lava in the ground that you can push enemies into. And with with the amount of enemies that gets thrown at you towards the end of the game, you're, you're going to want to pit a lava to throw a bunch of people in. <laughs> and like you see how like he can also throw people around a lot. Being able to move a big-ass boss wherever you need him to be at any given point with him is very useful. Some new enemies have been introduced. I was a little too hard on the end game. It's a good game. It's it's earning its keep, even though I've found all the cards. Um, other than that. That's pretty much like... Oh, oh yes. It's so memorable. I picked up Last of Us 2 and got about yeah, an hour I and a half into I, I got about an hour and a half into it. I'm like, yay, more. Walking around the snow exposition time in the beginning of a game.
0: Girl. Unskippable cuts. Yeah, like the beginning of The Last of Us 2 takes like three and a half fucking hours. Jesus
2: Christ. It is uh,
0: it is insufferably up its own ass.
2: God damn it. I'm not having fun. I wish I could get a refund.
0: Well, wait. Here's 20 minutes. It's time to have a snowball fight with these kids. <sighs>
2: okay. I won. I kicked their ass.
0: Well, Still, it's just... <laughs>
1: Merciless.
2: Mm-hmm. The trick was, two... like, getting in the middle there with the uh, the, the playset and using the cover.
0: The Last of Us 2 doesn't begin until Dina and Ellie get to Chicago? Wherever they're going.
2: I mean, like, I'm, I'm killing some infected. I'm doing some stuff.
0: Yeah, but it doesn't... Yeah, but it's, that's all tutorial shit.
2: It is tutorial shit, that's true.
0: Yeah. It takes a long fucking time, and I just want to play the game.
2: Yeah. I Actually, I, I did kind of have fun with the... Uh, Guitar mini game. I picked it up pretty quick.
0: Oh, I did not like the guitar minigame. I did. I but I'm not musical. It. I'm vocal.
2: It's I still beautiful. For what game. is a quote unquote like PS4 game, it's
0: like stunning. You can detail. straight up you can straight up like play um, play songs with the control method they figured out for it. Oh. Some people it's, did some, it's really neat. Impre- some people did some really impressive shit with it. Not me. I could not do that yeah. shit. But some people did. Hang on, I have to read the text. It's probably not. wow
1: there's so much of that game I've forgotten probably
0: yeah me too and some of it was fucking awesome and I'm sure I'd love just playing as uh, playing as Ellie and I really like the character of Abby aside from the whole you know
2: I really hate Abby's friend who can't act which one Uh, The the one that she talks to in the beginning that just sounds like a developer that is like, no, I'll make this character sing.
0: Isn't that the guy who... No, that's the the guy who's got the crush on her.
2: Yeah. No, he sucks.
0: That she's not really into.
2: I don't believe a word that comes out of his mouth.
0: It's it's been a while, but... uh, Ellie's great.
2: Ellie and Joel are great. Love uh, them.
0: Dina's great. Uh, I thought... What was his name? The guy who's... The guy who's the father of Dina's baby, I thought the character was just kind of bland. Yeah, he, he was just a cool, nice guy with no, uh, no rough edges, nothing personality-wise that kind of stuck out and made him interesting. Like uh, Ellie and Abby are are interesting, flawed people, and uh, Dina is interesting because Ellie is interested in her. Right. And the other guy is just kind of a cool guy to have around. He's like a red shirt in Star War- in Star Trek, you know, kind of unremarkable. And then he dies, I think.
2: Yeah, that, I figured that was coming.
0: Well, I, I don't remember, but it <laughs> wouldn't surprise me if he didn't. i just I saw
2: kids it. being happy in the middle of a, the beginning of an apocalypse game. I can game this out.
0: <laughs> Some and or all of them. No. Yeah, I figured. A- so I imagine that you went back to this game on account of seeing the movie or seeing the show and it was like, oh, I want to get back into this world.
2: Uh, Yeah, seeing it twice. Really liked it. Oh. Once by myself, once with Laura, and once Laura figured out that this was the first episode and we have to wait every week, she was pissed. Uh. <laughs> she thought, I was like, where's the next one? Oh, babe, no. Oh. It's it's next, on- week. <laughs> next week. Next on- on- week. What covers. the fuck? <laughs> But it's you said it was like Netflix. Oh, no, no, no. It's not Netflix. It's HBO.
0: Home box office. Mm-hmm. So, um, I, I do have two um, two items of hate mail to go through.
1: Oh, sure. Love hate mail back. Uh, one from that Mercy. Please tell me one's from the Mercy.
0: No, actually, she didn't write anything, or at least nothing that my brother oh. reported to me. Uh, there was... Versus. Wait, wait, was it that Mercy? No, it was a different Mercy, but it was on the same map, actually. Um, the, God, was that a different play of the game? No, it was that Mercy because <laughs> that was, wasn't that the one where there was a play of the game in there where I, she is healing the Zen, but I kill the Zen through yes. the heels and then I stick her with Pulse. Okay. So that Mercy. Yeah. At the and end then of you the, Pulse
1: start walking out of the yes, spawn. That, yes. That,
0: so I got play play the game. We still lost the match, but at the end of the game, the Mercy writes, uh, I
1: I don't even know what that, oh, kill yourself. Oh, okay. Yourself
0: means kill yourself i fucking hate when people write that shit that's not okay i agree uh so i so i did i report it i don't remember if i you should i should have um and then there was another game i don't remember what map we were on but we ended up winning and the enemy kiriko who is really hard to kill for a tracer for the record writes love how no one dealt with the tracer <laughs> 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 so that, that that always makes you feel good <laughs> Just like ah i had it Uh, Does that mean it's time for Headlines? I think so. Headlines. In entertainment news, Bruce Straley, who co-directed The Last of Us, the video game, the original video game, with Neil Druckmann back in 2013, and co-created the world, says it's, quote, an argument for unionization that he is not credited in the HBO show. Does it say based on the story by Neil Druckmann, Alex?
2: Yes, it does.
0: Oh, fuck that guy. I really fucking
2: hate... I fucking hate that dude.
0: I fucking hate him. Is it
2: Dead Eye a, Creep?
0: He's so He's such a so. He is
2: a he is the mad king of Naughty
0: Dog. So and and you can see every ounce of his self-importance in that incredibly boring opening of The Last of Us Part 2. It yeah. takes so long for that game to get good and then the the design of the action itself is fucking spectacular. Uh we've we've litigated The Last of Us 2 into the ground. Yeah, we have, yeah because we have, we have.
1: the action was a whole team and Druckmann was, you know, the story. He Leaning was, in the he scale fucking, of everything else. He was yeah. like,
0: he's like, he's like an American Kojima. Like, you need a fucking editor. You need to calm down. You're not that smart. Okay. The Last of Us was HBO's second most watched premiere in a decade, only behind House of Dragons. It is still now, a week later, at 99% on Rotten Tomatoes, making season one the single best reviewed first season of an HBO show ever. I don't know about that, but... Now, I had tell- a okay, but reviewers have seen the entire season, Alex. Oh. Mm uh-huh. hmm.
1: Oh. Mm uh-huh. hmm. Do we know how far into the game this season goes? I don't.
0: I expect it's just I... the first game.
2: I think it's less than the first game.
0: Ooh. It's still a lot.
2: I could imagine I mean, the winter being the beginning of season two.
1: When Joel gets hurt? Mm hmm. Spoilers.
2: <laughs> uh, yeah, 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 okay. Like almost. Where, where she's taking care of him,
1: yeah, yep. yeah. I mean,
0: yep. the game's old now, but yeah, I, I wonder if they're they're gonna try to make it like a thing where it can go ten years, and then in ten years, once Bella Ramsey's actually grown up, they're gonna bring in the Abbey plotline. I
2: don't know. Um, uh, Bear Island, Ellie fucking rocks. She's so good. Bear I Island love her to Ellie? pieces. Who's Bear uh,
0: Island? What's Bear Island?
2: The, the she played the uh, Queen of Bear Island in uh, Game of Thrones.
0: Oh yeah, yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. She's fantastic. Have you not seen it?
0: No, not yet.
2: Um, like it's okay. A lot of stuff is one for one. Like even like, like the, the the car ride sequence, but it still
0: really fucking works as a show. And the effects are good.
2: Effects are fantastic.
0: Apparently it was filmed in Canada.
2: Clickers look good.
0: Filmed in Edmonton. Mm hmm. Um, Megan 2.0 has already been greenlit following a hugely successfully, successful opening weekend for the thriller movie and is doing theaters in January 17th, 2025. Good for it. I guess. I weird say.
1: for a January movie to get. The, cause isn't January the dumping ground for shit movies? Indeed it is. Well And then this comes out and yeah, but, is apparently really good.
0: I think it's Bloomhouse or whatever that production company is. And this is the woman who, I think she also wrote Malignant or something mm-hmm. something like that that was hugely successful. So she, mm. she ends up writing shit that you can make for for a medium budget that ends up paying off quite well because there's a horror audience. Uh, Michelle Yeoh and Qi Gai Kwan, the guy who was her husband in everything, everywhere, all at once, will star in a new season called American Born Chinese coming to Disney Plus this spring. If you were to tell me that there was a show with that title, I would have no interest in it until you tell me that Michelle Yeoh is in it. Exactly. And then I'll watch an episode. Like, she doesn't do TV, except, oh, she did do Star Trek. She did a little bit of Star yes. Trek. Yes.
1: Yeah. Speaking of, okay, Key key oh Guy Kwan, yeah. I, I don't want to ruin this man's I, name. I, don't, I, don't um, I saw a, a wonderful little, like, there was an actor's round table, and he was there, and I don't remember who was talking, but he was talking about how when he was negotiating for everything everywhere all at once, he wasn't getting the deal that he thought, he deserved okay. so he brought in a lawyer the lawyer he brought in was the guy who played chunk in the Goonies uh-huh. at which point at which point, the whoever was giving him a hard time just rolled over because he had like the Goonies coming after him to get the right money and there was no way he was gonna win so, no that was awesome I thought was that's
2: I don't care if that's a lie <laughs> I,
1: I, I hope that. it's not cuz he was telling it but I mean
0: that I love me, that story. I,
1: I knew that the guy who played chunk is a, is a Hollywood lawyer so it makes sense
0: um, okay, do you remember how apparently the role that he got in Everything Everywhere All At Once was originally imagined for Jackie Chan? Yes, I can see that. Okay, I saw an interview with Michelle Yeoh from like the 90s. She's on Conan or something like that. And she's asked about Jackie Chan. And she puts a hand over her mouth and she says misogynist pig. Oh. No. Yeah, yeah.
2: Oh, that's soul crushing.
0: Yeah, I know. And I am a huge fan of of, like, fucking drunken master.
2: You're, uh, you're a fan of the Chan.
0: I'm a huge fan of Jackie Chan. His Kung yeah. Fu was revolutionary, incredible, hugely entertaining to watch. But Michelle Yeoh tells me. I believe it. I believe it. <clears throat> there was I had yet, to choose. There was yet more awful Justin Roiland shit this week. Oh, it's okay. real bad. So, first of all, like, I don't know. Did, are you are you talking about the Ali Gortz stuff?
2: Um, Just, just the Hold DMs the of 14-year-old girls.
0: Oh, I haven't seen that. What the fuck is that?
2: That they were sent when they were fourteen. It's um, uh, it's okay. He starts to it's okay do like a bad um Chinese impression for some of it. What in text, in
0: text messages? In text messages, oh. he
2: really goes the extra mile.
0: Jesus, okay, so well, okay. It's bad, Allie, man. Ali Gertz is a uh, is a writer, musician, former editor of Mad Magazine, and she's currently involved in making a Nine Inch Nails cover album. She made a uh, a, Mick, a Rick and Morty concept album yes, called Dance Pitch yeah. in 2015. These are, this is one set of texts that Justin Roiland sent her in 2015. Can you write a song about nine dicks of different sizes and ethnic origins hanging above your face? And then the lyrics describe how they each splatter you with semen. But important, the larger message of the song is about how we are all the same and no more racism. And there's a kay. bunch of bad stuff. And then he ends with saying, uh, Sorry, Allie, I'm okay. My fourth glass of wine. This was all off the record. Don't break my trust, you asshole. Just kidding. You're all right. Um, what? Yeah. <sighs> Like I feel like I grew up in a generation where I would, like, we've talked earlier about how none of us take dick pics. No. That's fucking stupid no. to do. Um,
2: like, it, I, it, I, I was raised, like, every text, imagine you're sending it to your
0: grandmother.
1: And that it's around forever, because nothing mm-hmm. ever goes away.
0: I don't go that far with it, but...
2: At least have that in the back of your mind.
0: Yeah, I, I've never. I don't think I've ever used a text to do sexual harassment or to hit on someone. I no, ever, I don't think I've ever hit on anyone via text.
2: Like, if they ever get my OKCupid okay receipts, I was a perfect gentleman.
1: So, seeing as how this guy is, heck, like both of the uh, important voices on Rick and Morty, is the show done?
0: I think so. No, no. no. I would because hope so. Probably well, not. Got a though. Ten-year contract, right? Oh boy, it was a ten-season deal done i mean okay I but mean, this guy's was, about
2: to get canceled. this is, this is federal yeah. criminal indictment. legitimately this yeah. is this is um he she, this woman was unable to leave his house due to th- threats of physical violence this is not good
1: so how do you recast those characters you can't Age. she is so, thirty one yep. years old he sent out in
0: 2015 so she would have been like twenty three Still creepy. Still creepy.
1: It's still wrong. I mean, it's not.
0: Yeah. No, I was just trying to see if she was underage.
1: Oh uh, well, she... that's that would actually be worse. Whatever. No, so... he's been according
0: to Alex. No, we've got text underage. I think I've seen. We I, do. I, yeah, I, there's I, that
1: as well. I,
2: I haven't seen the authenticity, but what from what I've read, he's got a very specific voice, and it sounds like. Um...
0: One of the funniest tweets I read in the last week was someone wrote. Him getting arrested in the voice of Rick and Morty. Hang on. Let's see if if I can find it in my likes. Uh, Twitter. Alex liked it, and then I liked it. Mm. Oh, you know what? Shout out. Something productive. Um, One of the fan artists who... Did some amazing Overwatch stuff when Overwatch One first came out. Has been self-publishing, uh, well, kind of, kind of indie publishing uh, graphic novels for the past couple of years. She did a first series called a thing called Truth, which is about a scientist and a giant Amazonian free spirit lady going on a road trip across Europe. It's a comedy romance. It's all kinds of awesome. The first five issues are done, and you can buy them in a trade paperback. She is about to kickstart a thing called Truth Volume Two. So listener, if you if you like cool graph cool comics, check that out. Go go google, google a thing called Truth Kickstarter and check that out. It's amazing stuff. And I can't find this shit, Alex. Maybe I did. Oh, no. oh here, here it is. Here it is. Justin Royland getting shoved into a patrol car like what 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 are you gonna you gonna send me to jail huh You want to send me to uh, a bad guy jail for bad guys Yeah you know yes. you know Wow I'm such a bad guy here just a real fucking mean one Yeah 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 I know I have the right to remain silent But bitch A hundred percent hundred percent That's what it is I can't do That oh, it
1: sounds like the guns oh, in high of life Oh well same I was same. really
2: wondering what was going on with that show Now I completely understand What do you mean Breaking Like it's shit has seemed off for a long time.
0: Well, we were always blaming the fact that that uh, important producer died.
2: Yeah, but this also adds a lot of context. A sort of Damocles kind of context.
0: We'll, we'll see what happens. Yeah, we will. Ah, Season two of Yellow Jacket starts March 25th. Yay! And wasn't that uh, Elijah Wood was in the trailer? I didn't mm-hmm. see it. Oh, okay, but that's nice that he's involved. I like I that. Like that. <clears throat> in Overwatch news the year of the rabbit event is now on and everyone agrees it's basically a fucking insult
2: great they can't fucking win i guess
0: no like they're well they're not trying to like it's really yeah. there's a lot of aspects of Overwatch 2 that are objectively worse than Overwatch 1 matchmaking primarily it's really 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 bad i fight against top 100s fucking regularly i never got out a plat on any of my on any of my ranks um, It's really bad uh, Executive producer Jared News Said that updates are coming in season 3 Quote to address the lack of choice In rewards I feel like what this will be is They'll give us like you know You can grind this fucking event And get one of these three stupid things That you don't want uh- And if you, if you want one of these new skins we've made It's still 20 bucks in the store That's what it'll be Overwatch 2 has been fucking awful
1: we will have the choice of two battle passes.
0: And I'm still playing it, because I love running around on Tracer and playing games with my brother, but anyway. <clears throat> okay, so remember The Fifth Element? Yes. Remember Gary Oldman's yes. character? Yes. I picture, and, and one day one of his assistants comes to him and says, uh, Sir, the government was wondering if you could fire 500,000 people from one of the lesser corporations, like one of the cab companies, to, uh, uh, to stimulate the economy. And uh, Gary Omungo's far too million. And, uh, and that's just the way the decision is made, where hundreds of thousands of people are now out of work. So, <clears throat> Microsoft is laying off 10,000 people. Cool. Including in its gaming divisions. This will make the company $1.2 billion, or like one sixtieth of what they want to pay to buy Activision. So they want to buy more developers, but they're firing the ones they fucking got. Remember when we were talking about this a couple months ago? And I was, and I, and I said that my problem with Microsoft doing this is they have no interest in buying talent. They're buying um, names. They're buying names. Yep. IP. They're buying IPs. That's what matters to them. They don't care about the quality of the product. They care about the logo that's on it. Well, and here it is.
1: that is true, but also everyone in the tech sector is laying off people. Amazon's laying off 18,000 people I just looked up. I mean, they're all too big uh, right uh, now. All of them. Uh, Bloomberg. So it's it. no, it's, it's not just Microsoft who's doing massive layoffs. I'm not going to defend it because it's wrong, but they're not alone.
0: I'm surprised Sony
1: isn't laying people off.
0: Well, Sony's doing well. Like Microsoft could be doing well if they had any fucking video games, but they don't. They have a lot of studios that haven't released anything yet. But
2: on where, the bright side, Target's minimum wage is now $24 an hour.
0: That is nice. Oh, that's actually nice. Yeah, it is actually really good. Like, you can live on that. Yeah. I wonder, why, I wonder why people are still working at Walmart.
2: I don't know.
1: Walmart creates deserts of employment around them. Everything else yep, closes. That, that's how it goes. There.
0: Bloomberg has confirmed confirmed cuts at Bethesda Game Studios of Starcraft and The Elder Scrolls. The coalition of Gears of War and 343 Industries and 343 Interactive of Halo Infinite was quote, hit particularly hard. Microsoft CEO Satya Nadella made 54.95 million dollars in compensation last year.
1: Not that that has anything to do with anything, but
0: <laughs> no, it does. It does.
1: I know. I'm being facetious.
0: Despite all its recent failures, stock drops, and financial woes, Ubisoft insists Beyond Good and Evil 2's development is underway, and the team is hard at work to deliver on its ambitious promise.
1: Which one? They have made many.
0: Well, the promise is basically that that game is coming out, which Alex refuses to believe. Uh, I do. You're you're right. (laughs) It'll probably come out and be complete. It'll probably come out and just look like an Assassin's Creed clone.
2: Yeah. Even that would be surprising and near miracle in my eyes.
0: If it actually comes out. Yeah. I wonder... When are they just, just if... going to cut bait on, uh, on that pirate game? Oh,
1: God. I don't know. I've
2: I'm seen... honestly surprised Michelle Ansel still has a job there. He must have helped bury a hooker or two.
0: Well, it's the family <laughs> that owns, he's part of the family that owns the company, isn't he?
2: Oh, is he? Like, related to them?
0: That would explain a lot. I think so. Oh, no, it's the Guillermot family, right?
1: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
0: yeah. Okay,
1: good point. So I, I wonder if Beyond Good and Evil is actually as good as any of us remember it.
0: It's not. Um, okay, well... It, because it I played kind of... it,
1: and I remember loving it at the time.
2: Amazing soundtrack.
0: Okay. But if you were to go back still and play Metal Gear Solid 1 right now...
2: Ooh, yeah, that's, would, a great, that's a great That's great. I don't wanna.
0: It, it would be hard. In the same way, if you were to go back and play a game with, say, the same mechanics and movement of Psychonauts, it would be hard and distasteful. Okay, buddy. Yeah, no, no, <laughs> I'm not getting that um, If you were to go back and play um, Beyond Good and Evil right now, no, fucking unplayable. There was so much of that game where you had to go into first-person mode to use the camera to do it. Uh-huh. Thing. And it it, it didn't even feel good at the time. Like, moving Jade around the environment didn't feel good at the time. But the amount of shit you did in Beyond Good and Evil was kind of amazing. You walked around towns, you talked to people, you went into stores, you got on your hovercraft, you you went around waterways on your hovercraft. It was neat. You, You climbed through vents and you did stealth stuff. There was all sorts of shit in Beyond Good and Evil to do. And the story ended up being really moving and impactful. So what we remember... And ended on Beyond a
1: cliffhanger, Nebel, if I remember correctly. Yes, oh, yeah
0: and, and the affection we have for it is really driven by the emotional punch that Beyond Good and Evil 2 gave us, you know, 15 or 20 years ago, how old it was. But it was there at the time. Mm. Yeah. <clears throat> Publisher Crafton says the Callisto Protocol was expected to move 5 million copies, but will likely only hit 2 million this year. <laughs> Um, uh, you gotta fucking play that now <sighs> next week.
1: I will. I will. It it, it Assignment. Is installed. Assignment time. I will I will finish Dark Alliance to probably tonight or tomorrow and then I will play Callisto Protocol. I will okay. do it.
0: I'm kinda hoping you're gonna come in and say, you know what, it's actually not bad. And I'll go, Yes, wait, wait for a sale. I
1: The biggest complaint I've heard is that the combat's just weird because you've got this kind of dodge, like sway mechanic that doesn't work against multiple enemies. So Mm -hmm. I may just say play it on easy and just just see the sights. So we'll see. Uh,
0: If there is a difficulty level. No, that's a good point. Dead Space's remaster will have two options on console, 30 FPS at 4K with ray tracing or 60 FPS at 2K with no ray tracing. Both of those sound cool, but I'll wait for Digital Foundry to tell me what's what.
2: I honestly think it's cute. They keep trying to say that ray tracing is at all manageable in any mode, but okay.
0: Man, go play uh, Miles Morales and you'll see.
2: Is it a steady thirty frames?
0: Yes. Hmm. And well, what it is is it's specifically ray traced reflections, mm. and and it's in, it it makes it suddenly makes the city feel realer. It's really it, amazing. It does
2: add a lot. I just need a stable frame
0: rate. That's it. I'll wait for Digital Foundry to sound off um, Interestingly enough, the best Visually, the best way to play Horizon Forbidden West Is the performance mode it, huh. is, it is at, like there was a There was a patch a month or so after launch And it is sharp, it is fast It is consistent, it is really Really good looking Assuming there's any type of lighting effect going on In direct sunlight, it kind of looks man But, uh, yeah God, the costumes in that game were so good
1: Yeah yeah, in answer to that question, Callisto Protocol does indeed have difficulty settings. Hmm. minimum, medium, and maximum security. So because we'll see how much we'll see how much I, we'll how much <laughs> I feel like trying.
0: Yeah, and like don't don't go into it with any uh, uh, with any shame. Turn it down if you need to. Well, but, i
1: I am long past you know having shame about turning difficulty down on games if i especially if I'm not really enjoying it.
0: Oh yeah, I was totally prepared, like if I went enough, far enough into Forbidden West that I was dealing with those fight pits, you know, were they fight pits that were a problem? Yeah, I think they yeah. were. I would have no problem turning that shit down. Just give me the buff to my spear and let me move on.
1: Yeah. Some of those were pretty lame. I don't even think I finished all of them. I don't remember now.
0: I'm still pissed off about this play of the game in Overwatch that I didn't get last night. <laughs> I put up a clip last night called Robbed. <clears throat> and you
1: uh, didn't ahead. get play of the game, and you no, didn't, didn't get play of the game on.
0: I did not get play of the game on her. What the clip oh, is ah. is um, the enemy Sojourn uses her ult, and uh, she goes like this ends now. And as soon as she finishes the voice line, I one, I finish one clipping her. <laughs> I start to back up away from the enemy team, and then the enemy Lucio jumps in front of me, so I stick him in the back with pulse bomb. That kills him. The enemy Moira fades and reappears in front of me, and I one clip her. Then it's another two clips into the Roadhog. That's four on the enemy team. It did not get play of the game because our uh, Junker Queen did her ultimate. And her ultimate hits can hit everyone on the enemy team. And it prevents them from being healed. And then everyone else on our team killed everyone else. So she got an assist on all five. And that was play of the game.
1: That's lame.
0: (laughs) I know. She actually shot like two of them. Feels bad, man.
1: So... I have been playing a lot of magic
0: lately. Like physical like, magic with cards? We, we, physical we, magic we, we, hey, in hey. front of
1: people. Hey, we, we gather. <laughs> that's true. We do gather. <laughs> and and I have been playing the multiplayer commander format just because that's honestly because uh, at one of the stores, the company I work for on Wednesday nights, they play for free. And oh. it's very low impact. They, intend, they want you to bring kind of shitty decks to play. And I'm like, that sounds awesome. I like making janky decks. So I've been playing on Wednesday nights, and it's a good time. I decided that um, middle, middle to late last year, uh, Magic releases, well, they actually come out constantly, but Magic releases things called Secret Layers, which are usually reprints of existing cards with weird art. Okay. like Walking Dead or things like that. Oh, yeah, and there was a Street Fighter series like that. Yes, too. there was. So I had picked them up, about oh. all of them, and I made myself a Blanca Commander deck.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> and, I mean, I, I don't, I'm not smart enough to build a lot of my own stuff. There's a, a wonderful site called EDH Rec, which is just a collection of decks. Okay. So I looked up and said, okay, what can I afford to make? And this is what I made. And basically how it works is it's not really very good, but every time you target Blanca with anything, he does two damage to everybody else.
0: Everybody else?
1: Everybody else who's playing, yeah. Usually three other people. Yeah. So the point is it it becomes a true glass cannon where you just like heap on your turn you heap all the stuff on Blanca and you try to one shot one person and then the other, and then the remaining two people kill you because they realize, wait, what this is what's happening? It's it's so perfect for the character, <laughs> huh. and so just kind of janky. It's ridiculous. And so it, it's...
0: you've managed to take your Blanca shenanigans.
1: <laughs> yes, into a physical <laughs> card game, and it's it's it... oh, awesome. the the interesting thing with with especially commanders that you can spend fifty dollars on a deck, or you can spend a thousand dollars on a deck.
2: Oh no, no I, I fifty fifty, please.
1: <laughs> yeah, and that's that. My I I I have. Three commander decks now. Blanca's not the cheapest one, but he's not—he's far from the most expensive one. <laughs> now I need to decide if I want to do anything with the other cards in there. Like, like there's a Ryu and a Ken and a Dalsum. Chun Li I gave away to somebody else who wanted to use her. There's Zangief, so it's like, do I want to play with this a little more and make some more Street Fighter decks just because it's funny?
0: I couldn't so have given it's... away Chun Li. She was my main in Street Fighter too.
1: I, the the person I gave it to swore up and down that he was going to build a deck out of her. I'm like, cool, use the card, here you go. So we'll, we'll see if he actually does. Um, I think he gave games. it to his fiance.
2: Time yeah, it's, and money.
1: It, we are a game. It, it's Magic Nerds. What's interesting is I played, like last year I played some Pioneer, which is a one-on-one format and very intense. I mean, that's the kind of that's the format I preferred, but it was like, you are there to win or get your ass kicked. There's no in between. And I resisted Commander for so long because I didn't think I would enjoy the the social bargaining aspect of it because a part of it is playing, playing politics, you know, finding alliances, lying to people, stuff like that. And I was like, I just wanna play cards. But on on casual nights, like when I'm playing now, it's just so, like, everybody's there just to screw around. No one's taking it seriously. No one paid to play. So it's just kind of fun. It's just silly how and fun. People,
0: how many people do you get?
1: Um, last night was about 30. Wow. Okay. Did you break it up into pods of four? <laughs> Now, what's happening is uh this coming Monday, this is the second time we'll have done this, is, again, the company I work for is partnering with a local gaming tavern, and we're doing Commander at the bar.
0: Ooh. Mm-hmm.
1: And that's a good time.
0: Yeah. That sounds more fun.
1: <laughs> so, yeah, Paper Crack is back in my life. Paper
0: crack. Oh, I watched another good show. What's Alex. that? Mm. Um... Uh, what was who was the guy who was Bane in uh, in that third Batman Christopher Nolan movie?
2: Uh, oh, oh, Tom um, Hardy, Tom Hardy, Tom Dan- Hardy. He oh, was Hardy. also Venom.
0: Yes,
1: yes. Okay, well, so was Tom, Eddie Brock, but
0: yeah. Tom Hardy stars in a BBC series on Netflix called Taboo.
2: Oh yeah, yeah, I
0: saw that. You, you, did you watch the whole thing?
2: I saw when it was on FX like years ago.
0: Oh yeah, I thought that was I thought that was pretty good. This guy shows up in like eighteen nineteen London. Mm -hmm. after being gone for 20 years in Africa. And everyone's super interested, on the day of his dad's funeral, and everyone's super interested in him because they've heard just the most disgusting and lurid stories of what this man got up to in Africa. And he comes home on the day of his father's funeral and is now the sole heir of Vancouver Island in Western Canada, which is the gateway to China, Mm -hmm. and is hugely important to both the East India Company and the British crown, and the newly formed country of America. And it just goes into some, like, he's just, like, preternaturally knowledgeable about everything that's going on, and weirdly confident, and super fucking creepy. It is 100% 100 a role that Hardy was born to play. (laughs) He does a great job. one One of the women I work with recommended it to me, like, six months ago. And I didn't touch it until this week, but no, like, I burned through taboo. Taboo was fun. It was Ridley Scott it was fun. Ridley Scott directed these Yeah he did Or produced he, it or something direct, Yeah it was It was it was his production company I noticed that I didn't see Yeah it and then they, they did The first
2: those. season of The Terror Which was incredible
0: And then the second season Which was not
2: No it was not
0: But The first season was really something
2: Did you watch the whole thing?
0: The first season yeah Oh my god so good
2: Like I would say Career best performance For both Tobias Menzies And uh Brendan Not Brendan Gleason. Um Oh fuck Uh Jared Harris
0: it was really good.
2: So good. Yeah. I, I one of the first, only things I've bought on DVD in the last 10 years.
0: Oh, I can't remember the last thing I bought on DVD.
2: I remember, it's, it's easy to remember because that was hard to find.
0: Well, but, but I'll tell you this, I'm not buying anything off, Am- or off uh, Apple TV anymore. Why not? Uh, because unless you have an iPhone, you can't watch it on your phone. What, uh, 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 but, ah, hey. They want you to download a separate app to watch it on your phone, and in order to use that what a- app, It'll be six ninety nine a month, please.
2: Fuck off.
0: As opposed to Amazon, which generally sells and rents shit for a dollar cheaper than Apple, and they have a fucking app that I can watch my shows on. Oh, uh, so, about that? Yeah. The only issue is sometimes Apple will sell stuff that uh, um, that Amazon doesn't. Like, I can't buy a season of Rick and Morty off Apple because they want me to subscribe to Adult Swim via, via Amazon. And I, I don't want to do that. I just want to get the show, watch the show. Well, this season I did. (laughs) We'll see how I'm feeling next next season. Yeah, Yeah. Well, He's not off espousing racism. He's not like pulling a full JK Rowling.
2: He is in certain young ladies DMs. He is espousing
0: racism. Oh, for fuck's sakes.
2: Like, if, if it's a fraud, it's a convincing fraud. You can hear his voice
0: just really hope he does the right thing and says i really fucked up i'm gonna to go to therapy
2: look like i listen to a lot of comedians on a lot of podcasts and justin roland was one of the few people i listened to that was like i was genuinely concerned for their mental health dude is weird god damn it yeah
0: all right well on that happy note mm-hmm
1: Maybe he'll get the
0: help he needs. I hope he gets the help he needs. I hope I'm he doesn't... Go, he, he might have to go to prison. I'm going to go play for play some Overwatch because if there's one ethical company I can support, it's Activision <laughs> Blizzard. Yeah.
2: <laughs> <sighs> so small and neutral.
1: Just, just keep in mind that no matter what happens, we will all play Diablo 4. Yeah, that's sad. No, fact. you will. I'm
0: not day one in Diablo 4. You're out of your mind.
1: Alex, would. Oh, day one,
2: absolutely Alex, not, not, not. No, I'm going to no, give it at least six. You got to no, give it at least six. Six days
1: I or would, weeks?
0: No, Alex, I would be shocked. I will be shocked if you don't day one Diablo. You I fucking can wait. love that shit.
2: I do you, love that shit. You I love don't. It. I, no, 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 no. I don't trust this company as far as I can throw it.
0: Yeah, that's wise. Oh, uh, Blizzard. So I'm going to give it six months. Not the company. That six is. months. Oh
2: yeah, launched. at least. Like, remember, remember, remember all that. Oxenhouse bullshit?
1: Okay, you know what? Okay, from my point of view, I never played the PC version at all. The Diablo 3 that came to me was perfect. That's the only one I ever played, too. Because it the console release.
0: That's right, but it was like two years after. Exactly. Is e- it that long? It was oh, long, it was a long, long fucking time. It was a long fucking time. time. We are three wow. months at wow. least out from the launch of Overwatch 2. It's still fucking horrible in multiple ways. Like, I had, I had matches shut down last night on account of lag. The matchmaking is horrific. Uh, a real good even game in Overwatch 2 is hard to come by. You are getting your shit kicked in, or you're kicking someone's shit in who can't defend themselves against you, and it's not as fun as Overwatch 1. That's But, I, but I still get to, you know, have wicked chaser fun with my brother, and that's what makes it playable to me.
1: Is that matchmaking issue possibly because the overall player pool has shrunk?
0: Um I think it's a combination. I think you wouldn't surprise me if there was a mass exodus of players after the initial 25 million they bragged about at launch because it, <laughs> it was fucking free and your servers couldn't keep up with it. Um, I think I think half of it is that. I think a lot of people saw what they could get for free by playing through the game and were like, well, no, and left. And I think the other half of it is after complaints of long queues for an even match in Overwatch 1, which admittedly, like... I was waiting five minutes for a DPS queue at the end of Overwatch 1's lifespan. Their fix to that is to match you just quickly. And it doesn't matter whether or not the teams are even. They say that their fix for this is going to be if there's a Grandmaster on their team, there will be a Grandmaster on your team. I don't think that's a fix for it. Like, of the same role. So if they have a Grandmaster tank, you'll have a Grandmaster Tank. If they have one Grandmaster DPS, you'll have one Grandmaster DPS. This still means you have this ridiculously high level widow maker, for example, potentially fighting with a bronze tank against your bronze tank. And if you have a bronze tank fighting a Grandmaster Widow, your team is going to lose. That's it. The Grandmaster Tracer is not going to is not going to be able to full counter that. You need a bit of teamwork to go after an enemy widow. It's just how it is. So I don't, I, I, I don't know, yeah, I'm really worried about Overwatch. Overwatch is like, I, 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 put this, I put this out on forums a lot when talking about just how fucked everything around Overwatch 2 feels compared to Overwatch 1. Overwatch 2 is like, Overwatch was your friend and then they got really into crack. Oh. <laughs> And you still love your friend, but you don't just, trust right, them. Just, just, you... just
2: wait, just wait, just wait, just wait. One more update, one more update. And I swear, I'll be, I'll be good. I'll be yeah, good. I, you, I promise
0: you. You would not trust them in a room with your TV alone anymore. Like yeah, we're, gonna go to, we're gonna go to Greece. We're gonna go to Greece for
2: a weekend. It's gonna fix everything. Oh God! I, I, I... You're gonna love it, man. You're yeah. gonna love it.
0: Yeah. So I, I still love that friend. I miss uh, the friendship we had. I hope one day to have it back. But uh, Overwatch is going through some real shit now.
2: Yeah, it's
1: no, nobody's happy. So yeah. there's a I a, just found a website called Active Player IO. Okay. And I I am not espousing this is correct. I don't know. I've done no research on this, so I'm flying by the seat of my pants here. Quick stats on Overwatch two active players over the last thirty days, twenty three million. Oh really? Online players in the last hour, one hundred and fifty thousand.
2: That sounds Jeez. great.
1: That's so, right. I'm wondering if you're right that there was a pretty big dip after the initial Overwatch 2. Because, hell, that 23 million, I'm in that number.
0: It was. Actually, 30 out. days?
1: No, I might be out of that
0: number by now. It was pointed out that on Twitch, uh, chess has uh, higher viewers than Overwatch 2. Huh. Chess. Chess. I, not that, um, like, multi dimensional yeah, no Star Wars chess. chess, but just regular no, no, chess. Just chess. Okay. But, you know, chess Isn't is it? balanced.
1: Is that multi-dimensional chess thing real? Can you actually play it? Oh yeah, that? you can
0: play it. There's rules. Yeah, I actually built a a four D, four D chess. I think it's called four D chess. I actually built one of those when I was in my super Trekkie phase when I was like 13. It was cool. You could play with it.
1: Sounds really hard.
0: Um, it's kind of stupid. Yeah, there's no real reason to do it. But... Uh, it
2: represents aerial combat.
0: Well, I guess. <laughs> well, I guess it, I guess it does. But uh, 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 well. yeah. I there can was buy that one um, on Amazon
1: for $500. Pass.
2: I, I can't remember the exact name of it, but years ago there was like this um, fourth dimensional multiverse chess.
0: Okay.
2: And I, like you were just playing like 18 chess games over like every possible timeline.
0: Uh, I could I, not do that.
2: It, it was fun to watch. Let me put it that way. Okay. I could see that. Yeah. Hey. Yeah. All
1: right. Well, I, I I I promise next week I will have a report on cholesterol protocol. I promise, it's gonna happen. I hope it's not as bad as people thought. I really do. Me too. Me too. So, in I that case, be... I don't know if it's gonna be good. I just hope it to not be bad. Yeah. That's all. I, I would take just... that. Okay. I would like, take worth okay. the
2: money. I'll take worth the money.
1: Not like, a, 16, like a C
2: plus though. B minus.
1: Yeah. 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 We'll see. All right. In that case, Alex, thank you for being here. Of oh, course. Cool. Chance, thank you for talking. My pleasure. Thank you, everyone, for listening. We will see you in a week.